there, I'm Renee, a former shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke and burnt out to debt-free minimalist. Learning to simplify every area of my life, both inside and out, saved my marriage, gave me the time back to live my life how I wanted to, and allowed me to love myself like never before. Looking back, the only thing I wish I had had was a friend to share the journey with me. That is my hope for the Unstuffed Podcast. This is a place where you can shake off the need to people please and show up as your authentic self, even if you're still wearing yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if your house is a mess. Let's keep this simple. Life is complicated enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. Before we dive into today's amazing episode all about shopping addiction and how to uncover if you might be struggling with it, I wanted to take a second to read my very first review. Remember to take the time to leave a review because I love being able to read them on air for you guys. Today's comes from Jennifer. Jennifer says, thank you. Well done. I'm happy I found this. Thank you for the validation and inspiration. Thank you, Jennifer, for hanging out with me, for bearing with me through these beginning podcast episodes. I am so thankful to have you here. Now, today, without any further ado, I wanted to dive into signs of how to recognize if you might have a shopping addiction. The reason is that I have opened up and shared with you guys about my shopping addiction over the last few years, and I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. You know, I hear so many people say, oh my God, this is me. That sounds exactly like what I'm going through. Help, how do I get past this? What do I do? And I also hear people saying, shopping's not a real addiction. Like, how dare you? As if I'm taking up space from people with bigger, badder addictions. Um, And I really am hoping to clear the air and make everybody aware that shopping addiction is very much a real addiction and can be doing a lot of damage. So if you have ever felt like you struggle with overspending or you've done that thing where you come home and you're kicking yourself for buying too much stuff, struggling with credit card debt, whatever it might be, this episode is dedicated completely to you to help you uncover and get some ideas about whether or not this really might be a serious area of struggle for you. I know this is never fun to talk about, but one of the best things that we can do is recognize where we're setting ourselves back and what our struggles are, because once we know that, then we are able to move forward, right? So we're coming into this with a clear mind, no shame, no guilt allowed. I want it to be clear if I haven't said it loud enough yet, these are all things that I have struggled with. So if you are hearing me say these things and you are feeling like shit about yourself, stop. Don't. (laughs) These are things that I myself have struggled with. These are things that I have overcome. So it is possible for you, but just taking the time to know is really all you need to do today. If you want to go above and beyond, you can grab my shopping addiction checklist that is going to be listed in the show notes um, so that you can go through and check off all of these different signs of shopping addiction to get a clearer picture if this is really you. 
Okay, let's dive into this. So number one, you blackout shop. I call this blackout shopping because this is something I did all the time when I was a teenager. I specifically remember one trip that left me feeling so crappy afterwards. It was a Friday after school and it was payday. I was working at Old Navy, making about $1,000 every two weeks. And, you know, my girlfriends had said, let's go to the Mall of America. So we piled in my friend's Lexus and we drove to the Mall of America. I remember coming home that night just feeling so sad and not knowing what happened because I went into this blackout shopping where I just spent literally all my money buying a bunch of stuff. And I think that's something that happens so often with shopping addiction. It's like we just get into this high that we're not even aware of our body anymore. We're not even paying attention to what we're doing. We are literally just living off of those quick impulse purchases. So if you can relate to that at all, um, that makes me feel like I'm not alone, first of all, but this is most definitely a sign of a shopping addiction. Um, and keep in mind, these go hand in hand with other addictions. You know, people who just start drinking and all of a sudden they're like, whoa, how did I get so drunk? That's what it feels like in these blackout shopping sprees where I would just go totally crazy and then come to and be like, what did I do? But of course, I didn't have Alexis to drive myself back to the Mall of America and return everything. So I just had to sit um, with the regret and the guilt of what I had done. Number two, shopping is your coping mechanism. Um, I think this is something that a lot of us do just on occasion, you know, so I don't want you to dive too much into this. But to keep in mind that if you had a bad day and the first thing you want to do is go shopping or your spouse gets angry at you, you're in a fight and you just want to go buy, buy, buy a bunch of stuff. Um, this is one thing that people kind of make light of, but this can very much be a sign of a shopping addiction. Just like if you had a really bad day at work, and you come home and you have a few drinks. Now, there's one thing where you just want a drink at the end of the day just to take off the edge, just the weekend, whatever. Same thing with shopping. Um, it's another when it is the one thing that you consistently turn to. Um, and what this is doing is numbing you from actually feeling your feelings. You know, if you had, we are so quick to shy away from bad feelings. Um, and in reality, I have found, and I know it doesn't sound fun, but the more that we can sit with them, the more we're able to process through and understand them. And diving right into shopping or things like that can really be a way for us to just kind of tune out um, and ignore the bigger issues that we're facing. Number three, you shop for no reason or shop when you are bored. I use the example of, I remember I had a friend who told me she thought she was drinking too much when we were maybe like 19 or 20. She said, I think I'm drinking too much. And I know because I just drink when I'm home by myself. She said, I'm not going out. It's not like a relaxing end of the night. She's like, if I'm home and I'm bored, I just start drinking. The same thing can go for shopping. If you're just bored and you just start shopping, then I am going to come from a deep place within me and say that I am willing to bet that you have some amazing untapped dream that you are not allowing yourself to dream. 
I know I might sound crazy, but I promise you, if you're getting bored, there's a very real chance that you have so much untapped potential I could throw up all over because I really want you to be taking full advantage of those gifts that you have. Um, and that is the main reason that I want you to be able to shake free from shopping addiction and stuff because you offer so much potential. But when we get those moments of boredom, we just fill them up with shopping rather than maybe tapping into those things that we really want to be doing with our life. Hey there, it's me, Renee. I hate to interrupt your episode, but I just had to check in to see if you had heard about the Unstuffed Inner Circle yet. This is my monthly membership group where I get to connect with you guys on a personal level. Come hang out for a monthly coffee date where no topic is off limits, or come join the book club where I will share with you some of the books that have transformed my life. And I've made customized study guides just for you. There are also monthly declutter challenges, or you can sit in on podcast recordings before anybody else even gains access. Plus, you get access to some of my best programs totally for free. If you love the idea of getting a deeper dive into all things self-growth and simplicity, and where you can get plugged into a like-minded community hosted by yours truly, check the show notes for more info and see if there's a group that feels right for you. Okay, now let's get back to the podcast. Number four, spending, planning to spend, even when you're broke. Oh, this was my biggest struggle. Back when I was just becoming a stay-at-home mom, my husband Tom was working. He would get paid once a month. And after two weeks, we would have spent basically everything. I don't know how we even got by. We got by on fumes at that point. But even though I had two weeks with no money or hardly any money, I would still think about the stuff that I needed to buy. I would tell myself things like, okay, I just need this blanket for the house. I just need to buy a clock real quick. I just need that. I need a picture. I need a mirror. I need this outfit. And then like, that'll be it. Then that's it. Then I'll be good. That was what I had allowed myself to believe every single month over and over and over again. And it took months and months of this years of this for me to finally go man, it's never enough. I'm never hitting the satisfied mark. There's probably a problem with this. So if you are somebody who is doing the same thing, you are pre-spending money that you don't even have, uh, this is definitely a sign of a shopping addiction. Number five, if it's causing you serious financial burdens, this, sh this should really go without saying, but if you are finding yourself constantly living paycheck to paycheck, or flooded with credit card debt, no matter how hard you try, maybe you pay it off and it comes back, whatever it might be, these are most definitely signs of a shopping addiction. Um, if shopping is the reason that you are continuing to struggle, or if you know it is a large part of it. So being honest with yourself to be aware of that can be so helpful. You lie about your purchases. This is something that again is made made light of these days, you know, like, don't tell your dad I bought this. Don't tell your mother we did this. Uh, whenever we lie about things like that, it's usually because it's coming from a place of guilt or regret. We know we did something wrong. Otherwise, there is no reason to lie. If you're not doing anything wrong, you should have the confidence to stand your ground. But on the flip side of that, you might over defend yourself. This is probably what I did. I never necessarily lied, 
but I would say I just needed new clothes. Like I needed something. I only spent $50 or whatever. I would go into hyper defense mode. So there's that lying about your purchases on one end, but then there's hyper defending them on the other. And both of these are signs of a shopping addiction. And again, when you consider these things, think about it just like a cocaine addiction. People are going to lie about cocaine addictions because they're going to have guilt or they're going to know it's wrong or they're going to feel bad about it. Or they're going to overly defend themselves and say, I just did it that one time. It was just a night out or whatever. <laughs> Take the time to consider this and rash be rational with yourself about whether or not it might be a bigger problem than you have been willing to admit so far. And lastly, most obviously, having that buyer's remorse. Like I talked about after my blackout shopping spree, if you are coming home and you're filled with so much guilt and regret over the purchases that just came into the door, there's a really good chance that you're struggling with a shopping addiction. One main thing that I hear from so many people is coming home to new packages on the doorstep and you have no idea what is in those packages. You are, maybe you even open the packages and you're going, oh, I don't want this anymore. Something you maybe bought on a whim, you were super excited, you clicked the buy button on Amazon and then it shows up at your door. You don't know what it is. Once you find out, you really don't care if it exists in your house or not. These are major shines, signs of a shopping addiction. Like I said, I have a checklist too that you can kind of go through and evaluate on a deeper level um, just to really make sure, or maybe you wanna share it with your friends if you think they might be struggling. Um, but before you do that, I highly suggest you dive into your own struggles rather than just turning and shifting the blame onto somebody else. Like I said, I don't share these things to make you feel guilty or feel bad about yourself. I share them because it's so good to know. And once we can know and admit to ourselves that we are struggling with a problem, then we have the opportunity to climb out of that problem. So these are some of the things that I have personally gone through. These are things that I have heard some of you guys share. And I want you to remember shopping addiction is very much a real addiction, no matter what anybody says. I know it is made light of so often, you know, People just say like, women be shopping. We've got t-shirts that make jokes about shopping. We've got coffee mugs that make jokes about shopping, whatever. Um, but I understand just how much emotional, mental, and financial damage can be done due to a shopping addiction. So if you feel like you are struggling with any of these, you are 100% not alone. I have got a ton of free resources for you to get started, including my free shop less guide that has five steps for you um, to be able to apply to your life that can help you overcome the addiction. I know this was a heavy episode, but take the time today to do some self-reflection. And one last time, I just have to say, this is not an excuse to beat yourself up. This is an excuse to say, okay, I do have an issue. I have a problem and I am going to find solutions to get me out rather than just wallowing in the self-pity because Lord knows that isn't going to get anybody anywhere. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the Unstuffed podcast today. And don't think that the party ends here. You can always check the show notes for the latest goodies and freebies that are always available to you. 
And don't forget, I love hearing from you guys. If you are enjoying the Unstuffed podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review so that I can hear from you too. Until next time, take a deep breath, let go of anything that has been slowing you down, and I will see you here next week. Thank you.